the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. everybody welcome into another edition of locked on pokes i'm your host colby powell with you as always find me on twitter at colby j powell at locked on pokes also look out for our partners boone Pickens state search boone Pickens state on facebook twitter and instagram trying to get to 10,000 followers on twitter by the end of the year 10,000 loyal and true boone Pickens state on facebook twitter and instagram and remember to head over to builtbar.com where they're having a phenomenal sale and all of the proceeds are going to end hate and racism Dion amade joins me on this wednesday as he does every single wednesday Dion, what's going on good week so far yeah, I mean, it'd be an even better week if I could get some of those 10,000 followers that you guys have. I mean, if y'all want to pass along them, pass them along to me, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, that's uh, that's Boone Picking State's 10,000 followers, just <laughs> so we're very clear. I'm, uh, I actually have more. I don't know. I've lost some followers. You know, there's been a lot of things going on. Sometimes whenever you tweet about current events and people don't like it, they, uh, they unfollow you. You get the axe a little bit. So I think I've actually lost about 100 followers in the past couple of weeks. It definitely fluctuates. <laughs> yeah. It definitely fluctuates. Yeah, it's hit or miss for sure. I'll say this. Uh, this week has been a much better week to be an Oklahoma State fan than last week was. Certainly has. We started the week off on a strong note, didn't we? I mean, I woke up Monday morning, and the first thing, I mean, I turned my phone on just every morning I get up and I'm going to do this podcast, so I turn my phone on, I go to Twitter, I make sure, has anything new happened? I want to know, has anything new happened? Because I don't want to get on here and sound like an idiot because I missed something. So, I fire up Twitter, I, I go look at all my normal stuff, and boom, as I'm scrolling, Cade posts this video, and I, I mean, I lost it internally. I was like, oh, oh I got to get set up, I got to go, I got to go, I gotta get my mic set up, my board, everything. Cade Cunningham coming back to Oklahoma State. I don't know about you, Dion, I was pretty floored. I mean, obviously, the, the hints were that he was headed that direction, but that really surprised me, and then for him to recommit to Oklahoma State and give up, you know, the money he could have potentially made in the G League, the opportunity to play in the tournament at another school, assuming that the appeal doesn't get overturned. Uh, I think it says a lot about the young man that Cade Cunningham is, and I think it says a lot about the coach that Mike Boynton is. Oh, for sure, man. It says a lot about Mike Boynton and everything that he's been able to accomplish in his short time here at Oklahoma State. I mean, he kudos to that man. He's, he's done everything right. I mean, he's faced so much adversity but in the end, he continues to come through for the orange and black. But, I mean, for Cade, I mean, that was a big-time decision on his part. And and let's be honest, if we can look at it and analyze it, more than likely where he plays isn't going to affect his future as far as the NBA and everything comes into play. It might have been a chance for him to, you know, get more experience by going elsewhere as far as playing, you know, you know, tougher competition going overseas or, you know, doing the G League route or whatever. But he made a commitment and he's decided to stick with it. And now it's up to the administration and the NCAA to kind of help uh, him out and uh, all the student athletes that play basketball for Oklahoma State as far as the men's side and giving them an opportunity to, you know, play on a big stage that we uh, kind of expect 
to, to come through for us here. Yeah, so I saw Cade yesterday in a video, and he was practicing getting some reps in with Matthew Alexander Moncrief, who, of course, is also coming in in this class for Oklahoma State, who's also re recommitted to Oklahoma State, if you will. Uh, so that was the number one player in America and the number one player in Canada coming out of high school, both warming up together, both coming in to Oklahoma State. And, you know, I don't want to get overly excited for a lot of reasons. Um, one, we are still very unsure what sports are going to look like uh, in September. We're very unsure what sports are going to look like in November and December. Basketball is played indoors, which we know is is much, uh, much more likely to contract the coronavirus indoors. So we don't know exactly what sports are going to look like. Also, we don't know exactly what Oklahoma State's season is going to look like in terms of will they win the appeal. So let's assume that everything goes okay with the coronavirus and we get to get to play basketball. Now, as far as the appeal goes, who knows? But I mean, the ceiling for this team, Dion, if you're talking about Cade Cunningham coming in, very well could be the best player in college basketball as soon as he steps on the floor. You got the number one player in Canada, player of the year out of Nebraska. You've got Isaac Likely coming back, Caleb Boone, Keelan Boone. I think inside could be a little bit of a problem, but I think for a lot of teams, just the amount of talent that Oklahoma State has amassed could be a big, big problem. And Oklahoma State could seriously make some noise in the Big 12. And if they do win the appeal, they could make some noise in March. Yeah, they definitely have a a solid chance at being a top-notch competitor in not only the the Big 12, but the country, especially with the talent that they have coming in. It's, It's it's impressive, man. What Coach Boynton has put together is very, very impressive. That's why everybody was so disappointed with the NCAA's ruling because this is an opportunity not just for this university, but this is an opportunity for a lot of people within that program to put their name on the map. I'm not just talking about the players. I'm talking about the coaches. I'm talking about the administration. I'm talking about the university. Like it's a, This is a once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-you-know, 10-year opportunity for a school to put themselves on the map. And this will affect a lot of things going forward with this one year. I mean, a lot of student-athletes, future student-athletes could see this and, you know, they could, you know, I know everybody's been saying bring the Rowdy back in Gallagher Iba and everything like that for for multiple years, but this could be the actual year that they do that. I mean, with everything, if everything goes according to plan and if the coronavirus and the pandemic doesn't, you know, hold us back from that. It could be a real serious, magical year for this program. Yeah, no doubt about it. Dion Imade with me here on a Wednesday on Locked on Pokes. Going to take a break, come back on the other side, keep this thing rolling. I want to talk about this uh, film with Eddie Sutton coming to ESPN. They, they've locked a deal in, and it's going to be phenomenal. I want everybody to head over to BuiltBar.com. 50% off everything. You no longer have to buy four boxes to get 50% off. Everything at BuiltBar.com is 50% off. If, you wanting to, if you've been wanting to try it, now is the time. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, less calories than the leading competitors, and a 100% of profits from 8 million bars are being donated to organizations that support education, ending poverty, uh, supporting equality, and ending hate and racism. So head over to BuiltBar.com right now. Great bars for a great cause. We'll be back next. Stay with us here. More coming up on Locked on Pubs. Welcome back in. Rolling along here on Locked on Pokes. Colby Powell, Dion, and Made with you. You can find me on Twitter at 
Colby J. Powell. You can find him on Twitter at Dion Imade underscore 28. Imade is I-M-A-D-E. I-M-A-D-E. I made as the uh, the young man at, uh, what was your first road game collegiately where you said that they were asking you what you made? Louisiana. Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajun. Gosh, oh, that was such man, a great what a story. Day. That was such a great story. <laughs> Give us the condensed version for people who didn't hear it last time. Give us the quick 30-second So, version. pretty much, freshman year, first road game, first time in, like, a big-time NCAA Division One road game, doing the whole experience, and we're sitting on the bench, and they allow alcohol in the stadium, and the raging Cajuns are raging. All kinds of names to work. Hold on, in Jack 2010? Craig got the worst of it. In 2010, they were yes. allowing alcohol in the stadium? I don't know if they were or they not, but it seemed like it, and I definitely saw alcohol in those stands. Okay, in those I got stands. you. I got you. <laughs> uh, so, they, so they were calling us names, and my last name was I made, and so it's Amade, but it spelled so was I. So they're like, I made, what'd you make? The team? You make a cake? And Zach Craig was sitting there only, you know, white guy on the defensive back with the defensive backs and yelling at Zach Craig, you'll never be one of them, Craig. You'll never be one of them. <laughs> we'll never forget that day. Zach Craig's wedding is coming up here pretty soon uh, next month, and I can't wait to tell that story at his wedding. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a great story. And, uh, hey, welcome to college football, am I right? That's a little taste right out of the exactly. game. So, uh, anyway, we were exactly. we were going to roll on in here and talk about this Eddie Sutton documentary. It's, it's literally titled Eddie. Uh, it's a documentary-style film that's centered around the life and the legacy of Oklahoma State, uh, former Oklahoma State head coach and now Hall of Famer Eddie Sutton. And they announced on Monday that they've signed a deal with ESPN to air the show on a primetime deal. Now, exactly what that looks like uh, will be released a little bit later. The, the documentary's director for Christopher Hunt said, this is literally a dream come true for me, and it feels so good to finally be able to celebrate this thanks to everyone who has supported me and our team along the way. So what they did, the, the crew for this film, Eddie, they have spent years um, compiling interviews, cutting clips from, from his time at Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Arkansas, wherever. Uh, it features interviews from Eddie Sutton himself is in the film. Uh, it's going to have Dickie V in it, John Calipari, Bill Clinton is in this, uh, Bill Self, and many wow. others. Yes, yes. Uh, many others are in this. Now, Sutton obviously passed away, uh, feels like five, six weeks ago now, uh, at the age of 84, about a month after being named as part of the Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame class of 2020. So, uh, Dion, it, it seems like we've had to wait entirely too long for Eddie Sutton to get the, the credit that he was due um, for whatever reason with the Hall of Fame. Uh, but now with this film and, and the deal that they've reached with ESPN, it seems like we're now to the point where um, everyone has gotten over whatever they were so mad about, and now we can celebrate Eddie Sutton and what he accomplished at Oklahoma State. And Man, I cannot wait for what seems like it's going to be a last dance-style documentary look back at the career and life of Eddie Sutton. Yeah, man, I I was like a surprise. I I didn't know that this was in the works, and I was so surprised when I heard about it, especially the grand stage that it's going to be on. I mean, you know, you want to say like people say all the time, you want to give uh, individuals their roses when they're alive and you want to cherish them and reward them while they're still here to appreciate it. So it's it's sad that 
all this is happening now where Eddie Sutton has uh, unfortunately passed away. But, I mean, you know, where this is going to be a look at his life that a lot of, you know, younger generations are not going to get to see. And it's going to be on the, you know, when did you say it was going to take place? When do you think they said that? When did they say they were going to air it? Yeah, they haven't announced yet when it will be aired. I'm assuming, here's my thing if they've come to an agreement with ESPN, I would think that as long as the film is done, they would want to get it out sooner rather than later um, just because yeah. of COVID and everything. I mean, obviously right now we saw the ratings that The Last Dance did. A- everything that is um, new and is sports-related, because this thing is not like live. The Last Dance wasn't live. We do have some live sports, right. um, golf, NASCAR. We're, we're waiting on basketball to get started next month. Baseball now yesterday came to an agreement. But anything you can do that's new that people want – I think you should do it as soon as possible. So uh, I hope that we get it sooner rather than later. And and think about this, man. If it could be like before or after the the basketball season that we're about to embark on, what what it seems like we're about to embark on, how big of a you know a, a hype will that be in in an uproar? And you know how the trajectory of Oklahoma State basketball what would that look like, man? Like that could be big time. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. It's for, for Oklahoma state. I think that we're, we're getting a little bit of a reminder because all the younger kids these days, they don't remember that 2004 season that you and I remember with John Lucas and Joey Graham and Ivan McFarlane and Tony Allen and James. Yeah. And all these, guys. Th- these kids, they don't remember that. I mean, the guys that they're recruiting now, I mean, it's 2020. So the guys that you're recruiting for the 2021 and the 2022 class, those guys were born about the time that Oklahoma state last made the final four. So they don't remember the tradition. They don't remember what it means to be a part of Oklahoma State basketball. And I think that with Cade coming in, with Mike Boynton being able to, to lock down all of his commitments again, and then you get the Eddie film on top of it, I think it's just going to to show recruits over the next few years, hey, this is a special special place and basketball here has been special to people for a long long time um so hopefully this just kind of has a snowball effect and we see mike boynton even once Cade cunningham and matthew alexander moncrief donald williams rondell walker once all these guys have come and gone hopefully we see that they're being replaced uh by equal levels of talent and, and mike boynton can build something like what we've seen in the past at oklahoma state yeah, man, it, it, it's going to be fun to, to, to get to relive the glory days through this documentary, and then hopefully it, it leads to more glory for Oklahoma State basketball. I swear if COVID cancels basketball season, somebody's going to pay. I don't know who. That's a very vague <laughs> threat that I have no intention on following through on, but somebody's going to pay internally if we don't have basketball season. I'm just telling you. We got to have it. I just, I just don't know. Like, the NBA's doing this bubble. You can't really bubble college kids, can you? Uh, I don't see how that's possible. I mean, like, I unless, you like, you're, unless you're, unless you're bubbling a conference, and, you know, and it'd kind of be like, a bunch of like you know how they do for the Big Twelve Conference and for the SEC uh, Conference Championship. Like if they put them all in one hotel and then they are playing games and going to the stadium, but you would still have to like go from you know uh, hotel to stadium, hotel to stadium. Uh, I mean, they could, and I guess 
all the guys would be taking online classes. It's a possibility. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad uh, smarter people than me have to deal with all the logistics for that. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's take one more break. Let's come back on the other side, and let's just kind of put a bow on our conversation from last week. A couple more things have come out. Uh, I know that you did a couple more interviews, which were very well received. Uh, I saw some of the stuff that you were getting on social media. So we'll wrap that up and uh, get out of here on a Wednesday. Stay with us on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes. Colby Powell, Dion Imade with you. Hit us both up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Dion Imade underscore 28. And remember to reach out to our partners, Boone Pickens State. Search Boone Pickens State on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you will find the best source for Oklahoma State news and notes. Uh, Dion, last week you and I had a conversation. We went back and forth about Mike Gundy. We disagreed uh, a little bit. I was pretty harsh on Mike Gundy last week. I can admit that. Um, you did did a phenomenal interview with me. Uh, I know you went on with Robert in, in Stillwater uh, and did a phenomenal interview that was very well received, talking about your time at Oklahoma State, um, talking about how Oklahoma State handles everything that has happened. So uh, with everything that you've seen since then, you know, Chuba going on first take, um, Mike Gundy, or, or Mike Gundy talking about the shirt on first take, um, everything that you've seen, Chuba talking about educating Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy saying he wants wants to learn, he wants to grow, uh, and that this was a great wake-up call for him. Kind of where are you settling in on how Oklahoma State has responded to everything that happened last week? It was obviously a very difficult week for Oklahoma State football, uh, but the response from Mike Gundy, Chuba Hubbard, some of the other players on Twitter, and, and then where they go uh, from here. How, how have you kind of taken in everything over the last week since we've last spoke? Man, it's, it's just day by day, you just try and hopefully <laughs> find the positive in all this. And so because of that, I, I knew how the Oklahoma State football program would react. I knew that they would, you know, hear and listen to the players and take the positive steps forward. Uh, didn't know how that would come about, but I knew in some way that it would take place. Now, my, my situation here is, that I am a, a player that played in the program that had a good experience, a good time, and I understand that that's not everybody's perspective. And that's all that I wanted to convey when I was on these platforms is not everybody has the same experience as everybody. It, it, and that goes within life, which is exactly what these people were talking about. It's not everybody has the same experience with you in life. And so it's your duty as a fellow human being is to listen, absorb and understand other people's perspective and what they go through and kind of be, uh, find a way to help and be, don't, don't use your, yourself as a, as, as an example of what everybody goes through and say, ah, I've never experienced that. So that doesn't happen. No, listen and take it in and use that to help others around you. And for right now, that's what I'm seeing that's going on with Oklahoma State. And all we ask right now is for people to listen, understand, and, and help. And that's exactly what you see from Coach Gundy. He said to everyone, I'm listening now. I'm, I'm trying to find a way to make my players feel more comfortable, not only in this program, but in this world. And so the thing that I really wanted to harp on was 
the, the fan base and making sure that they don't uh, hinder that process and allow their beliefs and opinions to hurt the program. And I hope that's something that continues to be heard and, and said so that we can continue on the right path because people should be allowed to make mistakes in this world and realize their mistake and apologize and move forward to you correcting their mistakes because if people aren't allowed to correct their mistakes in this world, then there's no reason to say, Hey, I made a mistake and change your behavior. And so because of that, I hope, I hope that everybody's listening and everybody's, you know, taking it in and, and knowing that at the end of the day, we're all trying to achieve the same goal, success in life, success in whatever we do and make it out alive. Nobody's, <laughs> we're not here for a long time. We're here for a short time, but while we're here, make it a good time for everybody involved. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and seeing college athletes come to understand the the power that they have to institute change mm. and to, to live in a world that they want to live in. And it's not just uh, collegiate football players, you know. Cade Cunningham was asked about speaking out about social injustice on social media, and, and Cade said, I just feel like we all have to do our part. It's going to take everyone. One of the responsibilities that comes with having a platform and a voice is to speak out. I understand that, and I want to do it. Um, so, so it's not just the football guys. It's Cade Cunningham as well, but, you know, Chuba Hubbard is kind of the one who got it all started. Uh, we saw a young man transfer from Liberty and put out a statement uh, about how what they were doing was not consistent uh, with his beliefs and his morals. Um, so he was he was going to transfer and play play ball elsewhere. So Dion, in a, a sport uh, and in a, a league, if you will, I don't know if the NCAA is a league, but then an organization in which the players pretty much as, as long as I can remember have not had any of the power. It seems like the players are starting to realize, guys, without us. They can't take the field. Without us, they don't make $5 million to coach. So yeah. we, we have a say in how we're treated. We have a say uh, in what we get in return for playing at, at these high-level universities. And um, to, to me, it's really special to watch in real time, not only Chuba Hubbard, but collegiate athletes around the country realize that they do have some power to impact um, the, their lives at the collegiate level. Yeah, and it's good to, to realize that. I mean, you got to be with power and comes responsibility, and you have to be yep. responsible enough to handle that power. So I hope they use it wisely. I mean, you, you already saw the running back from Mississippi State trying to, you know, get, create change in his own way. Best player in Mississippi. I mean, they, they're going to need that cat on the field. And so let's see what the, what the state does about it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. For those of you who didn't see, Kylan Hill, I believe, is his name. He said he would no longer represent the state of Mississippi uh, until they take the Confederate flag out of the state flag. So a lot of players um, having ideas and basically saying we, we need change. And it's a good thing uh, because we do. We continue to grow, and hopefully uh, that continues to take place at Oklahoma State as well as around the country. Dion, great job today as Always, uh, we will see where life as Oklahoma State people takes us a week from now. You just never quite know. Thanks for joining me. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good, Kobe. All right, that's Dion Amade. Joins me every single Wednesday here on Locked on Pokes. Find him on Twitter at Dion underscore Amade. Head over to BuiltBar.com right now. BuiltBar.com, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you've wanting, been wanting to try it, there's no better time than now. 50% off 
everything at BuiltBar.com and 100% of profits from 8 million bars go to organizations that support education, ending poverty, uh, supporting equality, and ending hate and racism. So head over to BuiltBar.com right now. Thanks for listening once again. I'm back Friday with more Locked on Post.